I had the awareness that I was staying inside of a box. So I allowed myself to surrender to a different concept or a different perspective of life. You're listening to the Redefining Wealth podcast with Patrice Washington. In today's episode, I sit down with serial entrepreneur, Garen Jones, who says that if you want to help anyone transform, then your life has to match. Hey there, this is Patrice Washington from patricewashington.com, where we chase purpose, not money. Welcome back. To my Purpose Chasers and OG listeners, welcome back to the Redefining Wealth podcast. If you are new here, then welcome for the first time. What you need to know about us is that we are a community that believes that wealth is more than money and material possessions. We believe here that wealth is about well-being. And so I'm super excited for you uh, to have an opportunity to hear from Garen Jones, who is all about health and wellness and how that truly impacts how we show up in life. But before I get into Garen and his amazing story, a few things. First of all, thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys have been really in love with last week's episode. I don't know if I've ever received so many DMs about a solo episode, and its greatness requires you to expect resistance. I am so glad because I went through so much resistance (laughs) leading up to recording that episode. And so I knew when I was recording it that it would bless a few people, but I'm really blown away by how many of you have reached out. And I'm glad you are coming up with that plan to help you deal with resistance because we all know it's coming. So thank you so much for that. If you haven't listened, go back after hearing Garen, make sure you let it keep playing and go and listen to that one as well. And yes, we are still accepting applications. If you are interested in advertising on the Redefining Wealth podcast, yes, you still have an opportunity to do that. I'm super excited about this, about not closing off the podcast to the big companies with the big budgets who can afford to get in front of such a committed and engaged and dedicated audience. And so now if you're a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, small business owner, and you want to have an opportunity to amplify your message, get your brand, your product, your service out there to the masses, and you would love to do that for this community of mostly high achieving women. We're probably about 85% female on this podcast, Uh, international, of course, you know, but The quality of the women, the quality of the folks who listen to this podcast, I couldn't be more proud. And so if you have something to offer in one of these six pillars that are going to help enrich, listen to me, it has to help enrich the lives of my audience. And I invite you to apply to be able to promote on the podcast. We will highlight you if it is in alignment with what we do here. So check out what the requirements are. It's at patricewashington.com backslash podcast ads. Again, patricewashington.com backslash podcast ads. And let's see if we're a good fit. Let's support each other's small businesses and create a win-win. All right. So let me tell you a little bit about Garen. I am so excited. Billionaire PA, who was a favorite on the podcast, is the one who introduced us. I watched Garen for quite a while before I actually asked him to be on the podcast. And 
man, after listening back to the interview a couple times already, I know you're going to be blessed. So just prepare yourself now. <laughs> Get ready now. Let me tell you about him. Garen Jones overcame crazy obstacles, but learned a new approach that has produced an amazing life full of abundance. The knowledge he's gained while being shaped and molded through this process has sent him down the pathway of becoming a transformation coach. This work has given him the ability to reach into the core of a person, find their greatness and empower them to discover it and use it to produce amazing results in their own lives. Garen is a serial entrepreneur who motivates and inspires thousands and thousands of people across the globe. His forthcoming book shares the same title of his life's mantra, Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life. Without further ado, here's Garen Jones. Welcome to the Redefining Wealth podcast, Garen. First off, I love your energy and thank you for the opportunity to actually be on. I love your energy too. So I have to tell the audience, I was actually introduced to you by Billionaire PA, who they love. At this point, Billionaire, I think is the number two most downloaded and played episode of the Redefining Wealth podcast. And after his interview, he said, I got to send you this Instagram profile. You don't want this dude. You don't want him. You need to meet him. You need to, you need to watch him. And I'm like, you know, I hear that a lot. A lot of people who get off the podcast, they'll always try to say, oh, I know someone who you must have. But I'm like, mm, I also know my audience and I know what I want to create for them. And I know that anyone that I introduce them to, I have to feel it. I don't need to just be told, you know, by someone else. So I love Billionaire. But I was like, let me watch him. Let me see. <laughs> let me see. And I am super excited that I can say that I have been watching and I love your enthusiasm. I love your energy. And I just love what you what you represent. And I love the consistency because that's the mm -hmm. thing. What I'm looking for is consistency. Some people will be like, oh, I'm super inspirational. And then you see them cussing folks out the next day. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I know exactly what you're talking about. First and foremost, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for seeing me and hearing me. I grew up never, never even realizing that, like the me that I see in the mirror, people would ever even want to experience anything that I have to say because that you know is a huge value conversation so thank you for creating this platform for people like me to share you know their authentic testimony I truly appreciate you well I truly appreciate you and I really want to jump right in because I noticed on your site that you call yourself a transformation coach and I love that term and I usually find that when we start to define ourselves as such, it's because we've had to go through some things. And so I started digging through and seeing that you have quite the story. So can you take us back and kind of share with us how you've been able to transform your life from whatever it was before to now? Absolutely. So, you know, I went through most of my life just unaware, just being asleep. And what I mean by being asleep is like you can't change what you're not aware of. And when we're little kids, we're domesticated in a way with however mom shows up or dads, whoever your caretaker was, people don't do what you say they do what they see and they respond to how they feel. So me just growing up in a household where we don't have any money, we don't have any money, we don't have any money, where there's insecurities, where there was jealousy and doubt. That's the environment that shaped and molded the way in which I was evolving into an adult. 
And not knowing that, that was the hardest part. Again, you can't change what you're not aware of. So growing through my entire life under that context had me in 2009 to 2011 in the lowest point of my life, not caring whether I live or I died, not having a relationship with my daughter who was, we, you know, we didn't connect for 15 years. And I was just the typical statistic of a black man in America when it comes to not being there for their kids, didn't have a relationship with my family. And I was living out of my car for two and a half years. So I was literally at the lowest of the lows. Mm. And that's why I wanted to end my life. And when you don't know how you got there, there's no possible way you can, you can free yourself. A fifth grader can't teach himself how to get out of fifth grade. And then put on top of that, you know, going to prison for smuggling drugs from 2003 to 2005. So I just had a, so many different things piled and compounded on my life when I'm like, how the hell am I going to get out of this? So this is where I literally was only seven years ago. Wow. So having that context in my life, here I am one day just sick and tired of being sick and tired in a parking lot on, uh, on the corner of La Brea in Hollywood. And I call this my moment of awakening. I yelled out to the top of my lungs as loud as I possibly can. Everything that I wanted in my life and how I wanted to feel because I've always focused on what I don't want. I don't want this kind of girl. I don't want to be broke. But whatever you focus on is actually what keeps showing up to your life because it, it, whatever you focus on grows. So this was the first time in my life with certainty and clarity, I yelled out, okay, 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 I'm tired of fighting. I don't want to fight anymore. I want to be healthy. I want to be happy. I want to be surrounded by nothing but positive people. I just want to inspire people. And I want to make a bunch of money, but I want the money to represent something that I passionately believe in that I would do for free. Just show me a sign. Show me a sign. Five days later, I'm at, I found myself at a gas station in Crenshaw and a quote unquote homeless man walks up to me, asked me for money. I said, you have more money than me. And he said, change your mindset, change your life. It was those exact words. I'd never heard anything that would stop every thought that I'd ever learned in my life in its tracks and make me start thinking. It was like my whole life was a lie. Change your mindset, change your life. Change. So if my mind is set on something, then that's why the result is what it is. So if I do different with the same circumstance, then my life will change. It's been seven years. And every single day, when I come up to things that I don't want to do, I always have this, it's almost like there's an angel on my shoulder saying, change your mindset, change your life. And everything that I didn't want to do in certain areas where I wasn't happy, I did the opposite. So my life is a reflection, is a manifestation of the opposite of everything I didn't want to do in areas where I wasn't happy. And I have everything that I've ever wanted that has surpassed my wildest dreams while seeking to go deeper, higher, faster, and stronger. Wow. So I heard that in the video form, you know, on your site, but I just felt it a little differently when you did it, when you said it again. I have to ask you, 
When you say that you yelled out, who or what were you yelling out to? When you're not aware of something, you don't know what the hell is going on. So now connecting the dots going backwards. So back then, I didn't know who I was talking to. All I know is that I was just at a peak state, eyes bloodshot red. I'm cursing. I'm just saying, I'm just yelling. Now, you know, I have a, a very strong relationship, you know, me and my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now my relationship, now I see how the construct of my life has gone. There are people out there that may not have that relationship. You know, it it was for me, for me. I've been led in a way where my life was a sacrifice and I was born and resurrected into this newfound version of myself, a higher version of myself. And so I believe that I was calling out to the heavens, to the universe, And it was a reflection of what I was feeling inside. And when I decided to let it go and truly release, it created the space to make room for my blessings. Mm -hmm. I connect with that so much. My audience knows I had a similar moment on a bathroom floor (laughs) in 2008 or around 2008, 2009, after I lost everything in the recession. And I had been a good person. I felt like I was a good person. I treated people well. I did the right things. So I thought. And I was like, like, how did I get here? I had that moment that it started as me looking in the mirror, asking myself, how did I get there? And before I knew it, Garen, I was on the floor, on my knees, bawling and starting crying, just like, God, how? Why me? All these things. And that was kind of my awakening moment as well. Because like you said, you don't know what you don't know. And I realized too, at that time that I had an issue with surrendering. I didn't have a a concept of what that looks like. You blew right past something that is stopping billions of people. Say it one more time for the folks in the back. The ability to just surrender. Mm -hmm. And I was at a state in my life too, where everything that I tried, it felt like everything that I put my hands to was failing left and right. Like not, not only were the doors closing, they were like slamming windows you know, dog entrances, whatever. It felt like every little nook and cranny, whatever could close, closed. But I finally got to that place where I was like, you know what? I, I've brought myself as far as I could take myself. And I don't know what to do next, but I know that I don't have anything left for this situation. And I can't keep trying to force and manipulate and control and just make things happen because I wasn't really in control. And once I kind of let that go, And I felt like this still small voice spoke to me and kind of started me on this path. Here I am as well, 10 years later, you know, with more than I had before the recession started and not just more materially. I have more peace. I have more joy. I have more fulfillment. And I just feel like my life is more purposeful. I want to know for you, after you had that encounter uh, with the gentleman in the parking lot, what was next? How did you actually get on the path to becoming who we know you as today? So that concept of change your mindset, change your life. I didn't have a vision of my future the way that I did before. And it's almost like a little kid. The little kid doesn't, when it's riding the bike with training wheels, it doesn't know that you're being trained for balance. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that change your mindset change your life. You know, it's like be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I didn't know that what I was being trained for. All I know is I was like, well, normally I take the escalators. 
change your mindset, change your life. So I'm going to take the stairs. Mm-hmm. Normally, I use gel soap. Change your mindset, change your life. So I'm going to use bar soap. Normally, and it was little. Was it literally that detail? Like, was it literally down to those types of things? It was almost like, you ever seen those cartoons that have the little angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other shoulder? I, it was almost like that little change your mindset, change your life was such a powerful force that anything that I was normally doing, I just kept doing the opposite. I would normally not cut my hair, change your mindset, change your life. So I did. And then I would normally not go to the gym on an everyday basis, change your mindset, change your life. So I did. I would normally eat these freaking hot dogs and cupcakes and bacon double cheeseburger and, and, and gummy bears, change your mindset, change your life. So I decided to become health conscious. Mm-hmm. Normally, I had an ego. So change your mindset, change your life. I dropped the ego. Darren, no. How do you drop the ego? Was it the humility of it all? Or did you find even in the state of being homeless, you still had ego? You always pretty much have ego. Mm -hmm. What it is, is I had the awareness that I was staying inside of a box. So I allowed myself to surrender Mm -hmm. to a different concept or a different perspective of life. So when I allowed myself to, uh, to, to surrender or be open to a different way of looking at the world, you know, in a different way, maybe not going to the movies, maybe I will read this book. Yeah. You know, so it was all these things that I didn't know was happening. All I know is different results were happening in my life when I was doing life in a very different way. It's almost like, you ever seen the movie Karate Kid? Mm-hmm. Remember when uh, Mr. Miyagi was training Danielson and he came to him to learn all these karate kicks though, but for the first few months, he was having him sand the floor. Uh-huh. He was having him wipe the window, kick the bucket, wax on, wax off. And, he, and then Danielson got so mad, he was like, I've been spending all this time and I haven't learned one kick. He said, show me sand the floor. And all of a sudden, his range of motion was in the exact same range of motion of a karate move. And he didn't know that he was being trained for 10 other different things mm-hmm. while learning discipline, patience, resilience. You know what I'm saying? So he yeah. was doing this and being trained by, so from, for so many different things. So the change your mindset, change your life concept, without me knowing, I thought it was, I'm just doing the opposite. However... I was being trained to unlearn the domestication of my childhood. Mm. Most people go to their grave with, you know what I'm saying? Growing up poor, uh, which is only a mindset, growing up insecure, not loving myself, gossip, comparing all these different things. Growing up in this kind of family environment, you are doomed to have a grave before you even physically die. Oh, So by me doing the opposite, I was inadvertently out of my grave. The cemetery is not where you see the most dead people. It's when you go around outside every day and see all these people with something that's died inside, gave up on their dreams, their goals, their aspirations, settled in life. No baby in their right mind 
says, hey, when I grow up, I want to work a nine to five job out of security and fear so I can get paid less than my value and call another man or a woman a boss. No, you settled. Mm. So where did that start? That started in childhood. And that's the way that we were raised and domesticated. Animals get domesticated and so do humans. That's right. So change your mindset, change your life. I love that it wasn't just in one area. I love that. That's what redefining wealth is about. When we talk about the six pillars, these are all the things that I, you know, the mindset, the behavior, the attitudes, the rituals, the different things that I did in all these areas of my life, because people would say, well, if you lost everything, how did you go from that to, to this? You know, tell me about a budget. I'm like a budget, <laughs> like a budget. I have to tell you about my behavior in right. all these areas. I have to tell you about the, the mindset shifts and the things that I started to do differently and the things that I started to acknowledge and realize. One of the pillars at Redefining Wealth is fit. It's about becoming your best self. And in that pillar, we talk about being physically and mentally fit. And one of the things that really stood out to me is that health and fitness played a big role in your life. You never know how bad you feel until you actually started feeling better than you've ever felt. You're like, damn, I was in that. Yeah. So it was it, it was that when I see I don't come from a narrative where people are generally healthy in my family. Mm-hmm. One person out of all generations like that is health conscious. That's my shout out to my aunt Yvette. And one person, but I wasn't that I wasn't resonating with her in that way because I was in the narrative sloppy Joe's bacon, double cheeseburger, sour straws, uh, you know, it, the double decker ice cream, but every day. Mm. So when that started to shift and I started seeing myself different, feeling different, you know, it, the health affects the way that you feel, the way that you feel affects the way that you think, the way that you think affects the way that you speak the way that you speak affects your actions and your actions affect the outcome. So the better that you feel on every occasion is literally manifesting what's physically showing up in your right now life. Yeah, I totally see that. I totally, totally agree with that. I love this a quote on your site. It says you can only reach a certain level of happiness when you're not healthy. There's no way you can be happy if your heart isn't healthy. Absolutely. You can overcompensate with with all your money. You can overcompensate with your abs, but like doing it for the abs or doing it for to make your body look a certain way. You can overcompensate anywhere to distract from what's being swept under the rug. And if you are the foundation to everything great and not so great in your life, it's you and that is taking a back seat. That's like building a house with no foundation. See how long that lasts. Mm-hmm. We always say here that if you have a vision for your life, it's your responsibility and your duty to protect the vessel needed to execute that vision. Like that is your number one responsibility. But I find in this culture of hustle and grind, Garen, that that's the thing that people neglect first. They don't sleep. They don't eat right. They don't take care of themselves. Like how... I get that a lot of it comes from childhood, but what about people where you're like, and I don't know about you, but now in your family, people have seen your transformation. Do you still find that it's hard for them to jump on the bandwagon? Is there anybody else who's caught on besides Aunt Yvette? 
Oh, now? Why? Because I was the example of what change looks like in my family. People, they only do what they feel is best for them. They only, they, you only know what you know. Whatever tools you've been, that you have, you only know how to function that way. If you grew up listening to, I mean, and speaking English, Japanese is not supposed to make sense unless you take that on. So it wasn't until I transformed and I was consistent, like you were saying, I really acknowledge your consistent consistency is the highest, one of the highest forms of leadership. Mm -hmm. So when I showed consistency in something that was ridiculed and criticized by family, by friends, by close people in my life, because people actually want to maintain you as you are. When I show consistency in that, and I show them a version of someone that they'd never seen. My attitude shifted. The, the way I showed up shifted. My results in my life shifted. And that's when my mom says, baby, I want to change my life just like you. That's when my brother says, I want that. That's when my cousin says, I want that. They, people just don't have an example. They only have an example of whatever their childhood conditioning is. Right. So I became the example I became the, the living example through social media, through personal example. I was showing up. I was standing for my family. And I was like, and, and you know, I wasn't trying to force people. People saw themselves through my freedom. Mm. So my, that's why my mom finally, she would never do anything. I was like, you need to do this. We, you know, man, we've been shooted on our whole entire life. When I, <laughs> But when I showed my, when I showed up and I'm on stage, standing ovation, 3000 people, everybody's clapping for my mom's son and she's in the front row. You could see this sigh of belief and pride in my mom's eyes. And for the first time she looked at me and said, baby, I want to change my life just like you. And then that's when she read her first personal development book. And that's when she got on serious on her nutrition program. Now down 90 pounds. Now wow. not in her colostomy bag. Now not having all these surgeries. Now in the gym. Now riding a bike. Now, you know, uh, at 64 years old, um, you know, after I retired her, her son who used to live in her car as a black man in America, retiring his mom now enrolling her into her passion and her dream of pursuing her fashion line that she gave up on when she gave birth to my brother over 40 years ago, now pursuing it full force. Wow. And that started because I changed my life. Wow. I love that. That's an incredible testimony. And shout out to your mom for not feeling like she was too old to do it. Because I think it's one thing when, you know, the people coming up around you, maybe the younger siblings, the cousins, the this, the that. But when you can create that type of shift for the person who was supposed to be your guide and they can turn around and say, no, I, I can accept that. I need to follow your lead right now. That's powerful. Thank you. I, I receive all of that. <laughs> when you show those results that people don't feel like they can get on their own, the only true testament to what you know shows up as the physical equivalent in your life. And, you know, I, I hear a lot of people talking and saying stuff and people quoting scripture, quoting this, quoting, but your life don't, it's just not matching. So yeah. that means you're not resonating at a frequency 
that's vibrating with the words that are coming out of your mouth. And, and, and I used to do it. However, there were some things that I let go, things that I shifted, seminars that I went to, you know, and, and, and proved that I'm really about this life, not from a word standpoint, but this is what I live. I live it every day and you can see it in my life. Yeah. Because you can see it, I don't actually have to say too much. And that's why they come. <laughs> that's why they, my mom was like, well, sh- I ain't ever had no money like this. So of course I'm going to listen. Yeah. Of course I'm going to follow. Well, I find that a lot of people, once they make a change, Garen, they want to like, they want you to do it the next day. Like, I don't know if you've ever had a friend or known someone who became vegan, for example. And then like, they've been vegan for two weeks and then they start like bashing you about whatever you eat or like they're on you and you can see the enthusiasm and the passion. But it's like, if you just do it consistently and you get the results, we'll see it. But some of us tend to go down the path of just nagging people and then getting mad when they don't respond. Yeah. Did you go through a period like that? Did you start out as a nagger and then just become the example? Uh, absolutely. Because I mean, you only know what you know. And yeah. so I just operated how everyone else operates. And so I saw that that wasn't working and then change your mindset, change your life, started to come back into it. it, it you know, that that's something that I utilize as a tool. That is a transformational tool that I use every single day. Listen. If you walk down an alley and all of a sudden you get jumped and that ain't your fault. You just, you didn't know what you didn't know. Then you walk down the same alley the next night and then you get jumped again. Maybe we give you the benefit of the doubt. And the next night you walk down the same alley you and you get jumped again. You know what? You deserve to get jumped. No sympathy. This you, you don't get sympathy. You don't get sympathy for when you have a choice from moment to moment and you keep doing the exact same thing and inflicting pain. So I can't, I won't give sympathy, but what I'm going to share with you there, there is a different way to look at the situation. And so that's why I don't tell my, my, my story to have people feel sorry for me. I tell my story because I know what people are growing through right now and to show you how I made a shift No one was going to come save me. I got the opportunity to save myself because I started following people that took ownership over their own life, took responsibility, stopped justifying, stopped making excuses, stopped blaming the president, stopped blaming the weather, the news, the, you know, when are you going to start blaming yourself? Yeah. When I took responsibility, it's amazing how when I finally start actually doing the things I said I was going to do, actually creating the things I said I was going to recreate, actually not making excuses and showing up in a way where I was the best version of of myself and not the less version of myself. It was amazing how life just magically said, hey, man, here go this money. Here go this love. Here go your family. Here go your daughter. Here go your daughter's mother, who you have an excellent relationship with now. Here, you know what I'm saying? It's that kind of stuff. Like, because what you want wants you. However, are you ready? <laughs> are you ready for that life? Mm-hmm. Are you ready for that? There's something you said before about um, sometimes people want to maintain you as you are. Yes. I know that there's someone who's listening who understands that they have to change their mindset to change their life and they're doing different things. They're doing the opposite. 
And yet they still run up against people who will not allow them to pivot. They won't they won't see them in a different light beyond the consistency and getting the results. How do you move past that or not let that deter you if your friends and family continue to try to hold you to who you are in your past? One thing will never stop. So you got to think about the velocity it takes for a rocket ship to blast off into the orbit. You got you to gotta think about what it takes for as beautiful as a baby is, what the mother has to go through. I've never had a baby. However, I've been there when my daughter was born. What the mother has to go through to deliver the baby. Babies are born from blood and chaos. You notice how, you know, I was there. I'm from Houston. So I was there when the tornadoes and the hurricanes hit back to back to back to back. It's like the universe was like, y'all tripping, (laughs) y'all tripping. So I'm about to show you what's up for real. I was actually there for two straight weeks helping out in all the hoods and and in the majority of the hoods in 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 uh in Houston and I had never seen the neighborhood so peaceful between the blacks and whites when everybody was focused out and it took your whole neighborhood to be wiped out for you to come to a place of just love Mm-mm. You see what I'm saying? So it's one of those things where you got to go through the tests and the challenges so it strengthens you and cultivates you so that you can sustain at the next level. That's why they don't put first graders in fifth grade. You've got to pass all the tests, take the pop quiz, get through the bullies, get through the homework and all of the cultivation just to get to the end of the year so you can take the test, you fail the test, stay on the same grade, pass the test, you go to the next level. Mm-hmm. So now we're here. The family, your family is actually, if you play video games, the dragon at the end of the round or the boss at the end of the round or the thing at the, in, at the end of Super Mario Brothers that you take to get to the next <laughs> level or the test at the end of the year, the exam that you pass. Your family, you ain't got to get ready if you stay ready. If you know your purpose, know who you are, know where you're going and you're very clear on your vision, I don't care who you are. You do not have enough power to hold me back from what I'm going to do. And if you're doing it for your family, your family can't be the reason why you don't do it. So you can either be pitiful or you can be powerful, but you can't choose both. You got to choose one. Mm, Right. Because at the end of the day, their transformation might be up to you pushing through and continuing to show them the results. If you would have given up at any point, that someone said something that didn't really encourage you, then that would have been it for you, your mama, your brother, your cousin, and the countless other people that you were called to support or be an example for. I always look at it like, you you know, I feel like I'm blessed to be a blessing. And if at any point I stop because of a naysayer, a hater, a troll, a this or that, like focusing on that one thought or that one tweet or comments or whatever, takes away from what I'm supposed to do for countless other people out there who may never speak up, but they're watching. And so I got to keep pushing off for them, no matter what this other person is talking about. Yes. 
I feel you. Okay, so look, Garen, you are taking this whole concept of change your mindset, change your life, and putting it into a book form. <laughs> I am excited. I can't wait. I, I know I'm gonna get an advanced copy. I'm just putting it out there now so I can read and you know be a part of the launch team and all that Access stuff. But I'm gonna <laughs> just put you on blast, right? But kind of tell us what made you decide to just move forward and put this in a book format. And you were telling me something before we started recording. Like these are not chapters, they're experiences. Can you what's that about? Well, my whole life is an experience. And, you know, this is not just like a typical book. You know, most people just be reading books and then all of a sudden, what's the next book? What's the next book? What's the, no, 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 no. There's an experience because it's going gonna, it's gonna to allow, it's going to create a space. My book, Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life, is going to create a space for you to have actionable items to do something right now that can cause a distinct difference in your life right now. And the whole book is a process. They're not chapters. They're experiences where I describe my personal experience, which creates the trust, which is the reason why I can talk about transformational change, creates the trust. So now that you can relate it to your own life, and then have actionable items so that you can apply, then reflect on, then go to the next experience. But it's designed to walk you through a transformational change so that by the end of the book, you will by far not be the same person that you were when you first started the experience. It's not about me. It's about you activating your life in a way where you can understand the power that's been inside of you this entire time, actually know how to utilize it, use it to produce incredible results to your life. Whether you have money, no money, it's a wide, it's a wide variety of simple, simple, simple things. Mm-hmm. Because I've lived it, I went through, of course, my life is always transforming and changing because the essence of life is growth. And my goal is to grow to my absolute fullest expression, just like trees and birds and animals and all these kind of things. So, but from what I've learned thus far Mm -hmm. is for everyone to have some sort of directional purpose to their life and understanding their power. And I've traveled all over the world. I've spoken to 52 different countries spoken on stages of 30, 40,000 people, done workshops, spoken with different religions, backgrounds and every, and it all comes down to the same message. And that is what's displayed in the book. I'm excited because by the end of the book, you are going to experience something that you, that you will have never expected And I am so excited to be the one that was chosen to deliver this message in a platform called a quote unquote book of experiences. Mm -hmm. And that is, will be presented to you as change your mindset, change your life. I love, so what you guys don't know is I can see Garen. (laughs) This is one of those interviews where I could actually see him. And I love watching your enthusiasm and passion about it because You know what? Seriously, a lot of people these days, they're writing a book to build a platform. 
right? It's like, oh, you got to write a book. It's like a, it's like a calling card now. Like it's a business card. Everybody just has to have a book. And so that really leads, Garen, to people putting together and publishing garbage. And I'm, and I'll, those are my words, not Garen's. So I can take, <laughs> I can take that. But, you know, a lot of people are just doing a book to say that they have a book, but not because they actually want to help anyone necessarily transform. They're taking a lot of other thoughts that have already been heard. And I believe there's nothing new under the sun and that we all have our interpretations in the way that we digest information and make it our own. I get that. But the the time and thought and energy that you are putting into it and the enthusiasm that I can just feel coming across means you truly have a desire to take people through this process. And as you said, let them build experience after experience, not chapter, build from one experience to the next and go through this process that'll change, which is so, what'll change them, which is so different than just saying, oh, let me put my face on a cover so I can say I have a book. And, and my, I respect that. My face ain't even on the cover. <laughs> uh, you know, I never, I wasn't ever, ever even planning on doing a book. I was just getting the message out. But when you get thousands of messages from the fans, from the friends, from the family, from the supporters saying, you should write a book, you should write a book, you should write a book. And you hear that thousands of times. You want to honor that. Yeah. Because it's like, how many times do you need to hear the same message over and over and over and over and over. I was like, okay, I'm writing the book. I'm writing the book. So that's why I say it wasn't me who wrote the book. I just allowed myself to, to be channeled. Now it makes sense from when I was a little kid. I used to feel like, God, why does it feel, why does it feel like I'm living 20, 20 different people's lives? Mm-hmm. And when I transformed my life, transforming is forever. But when I got up to this point and I realized I can relate to like 20 different people, 20 different kinds of people, the type of people, it's the caliber of people that are attracted to my life. Like I put the gun down after I listened to your podcast. I didn't drive off the bridge. Mm-hmm. After I li- watch your, your, you know, impact theory interview, you know, I really saw my life for the first time when you got off of Patrice pod- podcast, like I didn't even know what being asleep was until I re- saw my reflection. Mm-hmm. And it, when you when you are functioning and you're allowing yourself to be what's always been inside. Now you become a light in the world of darkness. Now people have direction. Now they know where to see. I can relate. You don't have to have gone to prison before to feel like you're trapped in bars behind your, in your mind. Mm -hmm. I've been in this relationship for five years. I don't even like him. You in prison still. I've been in this job for 20 years. I hate this job. You in prison. And we all go and grow through the same things. I'm only here to say that there's a better way and you're not alone and you don't have to do it by yourself. And so that's why I give away tons of free content. If you won't pay me for me to share this stuff, I mean, I'll take it. (laughs) But I'm still going to keep driving away 
content over and over and over. And my life is a manifestation of what I've been pouring over and over and over since I was living in my car, since I was sleeping in an abandoned building on bubble wrap, since I was, you know, I had 50 videos. I was, man, I was doing free workouts for people and everything. So my cup is overflowing from seven years ago. So if you're going to duplicate stuff, start from seven years ago where I was giving and giving and giving. This thing is going to eventually, the cup is eventually going to overflow, but it's got to fill up inside of you first. Right, right. And that that point of your life has to match. Absolutely. Your life has to match. And that was the reason that I started writing books, actually. It was speaking places and people going, okay, so what do you have? Like, like, and one woman told me after speaking, okay, well, you got me all pumped up. Like, what am I supposed to do? Remember this? I didn't take a video. I have a few notes, but like, what am I supposed to do? And that was the first thing that like, first time I was like, wow, I have a responsibility because you can't open people up to this level of possibility and then leave them hanging. Right. You know what I'm saying? And this is before all this social media content. It's like you come, you get them inspired, but at the end of the day, they need those step-by-step nuggets or those action steps, something that they can go and do and work towards having those results. And you can't just, I mean, it's great and I love inspiration, but they have to have something they can implement. Absolutely. So, man, Garen, you are you off the chain. I, I I might have to send billionaire like some flowers or something for this. That's one. my guy right there. <laughs> I didn't even know him, and he treated me like I was just you know him and and um, Keys. They like nineteen Keys. They they just came in, and we was like instantly brothers. I didn't even know him that day when he referred me. Really? So, no, I never met him before. So the day he went on the he went on your podcast, I had never even spoken to him before. That was just something that was in his given heart. So when he was like, I got to introduce you to my friend. And that's what he came in the door with. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, what's up? (laughs) Wow. I would not have known that. I would not have known that at all. He spoke so highly of you. I was like, oh, okay. well, let me watch him. But I mean, you know, I just feel like like spirits just, you know. They they attract just yep. it's the energy, it's the flow. Um, mm-hmm. So before I let you go, though, I always end with these redefining wealth rapid wisdom questions. So I'm going to ask you a few quick questions and just tell us the first thing that comes to mind. Okay, how do you define success? Peace of mind. <sighs> yes, my level of peace. How do you define wealth in three words or less? If I'm do do what you love, doing what I love. Doing what I love. That's four words, but I'm going to let you slide. (laughs) Hold on. I'm trying, I'm fitting in his little pocket. So embodying inner child love. Oh, now that's the first. That that was worth waiting for. That's good. Mm -hmm. Listen, that wasn't microwave chicken. That was rotisserie. (laughs) Waiting for the good stuff. What's one book that has redefined how you see wealth? The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. Mm-hmm. I love that book. Very good. Um, okay, fill in the blank. My name is, and for me, the truth about wealth is. My name is Garen Jones. And for me, the truth about wealth is ultimate, genuine, deepest reach, 
deepest, re- the deepest reach of my heart, happiness. The deepest reach of your heart? The deepest, how, the, the ocean deep, the deepest reaches of my heart, happiness. Tell me about that. You, you got to expound upon that. Well, we have this heart. Mm-hmm. You have your, what it is. But then there's an emotional body outside of that. So that's an expansion of how, you know, how far the heart can go. Mm-hmm. Energy goes where energy flows and whatever comes from the heart goes into the heart. So if I can imagine my heart expanding ocean deep, mm-hmm. it's that level of happiness. I'm with it. I like it. And I'm glad you expounded upon that. That's good because I love the visual for that. Man, thank you so much, Garen. You're phenomenal. You're phenomenal. And again, I have to thank Billionaire. But just thank you for your consistency. Thank you for helping us all change our mindsets and change our lives and just, you know, for showing up and not letting being in that parking lot define Mm. who Garen Jones will become. Like, you could have stayed there. Yeah. It's divine that you didn't. And um, I just feel like God knew who he could trust you to get it out. Once you got it, he knew he could trust you to get it out. And I'm very glad that I get to be a recipient of that. Very glad. And I, I thank you so much for that, that acknowledgement. I went through the whole, this whole entire process of, breakdowns and tears and like trudging through the mud only to realize I'm like, man, there's all these hundreds of thousands of people following me. That happened after I shared my testimony of basically coming back to life. And I'm just grateful that I can be a stand for people in the world to see what's possible. And I'm grateful for people like you who have the heart to to deliver people, to deliver like, just like, you know, your version of uh, of truth to the people, you know? I'm, I'm just grateful. Like, you're not taking this and trying to be like hog, hog the power. It's like, no, nah, the power is like legit to the people. Yeah, you're a good dude. Thank you, Garen. Thank you so much as well. Didn't I tell you? Now, didn't I tell you Garen was going to be off the chain? There are so many nuggets in this episode. And one of the things that I really want you to take away, especially if you feel stuck, especially if you have felt stagnant in any way, especially if you've been up against resistance like we've been talking about and with the Results Not Resolution series that we kicked off the year with, if you have all these goals and you still feel like, man, why can't I move forward? I love what Garen talked about. He said, change the way you do everything and just see. Change the way you do everything. What if you did everything opposite? And I have really been taking that to heart. I'm looking around my own life. I'm being intro- introspective and self-reflective right now and going, what can I do differently if I normally do this what if I did that? And I want to invite you to take that journey with me. And let's let's put Garen to the test. Let's see. Let's see if something actually changes. So you can hit me up in social media or hit Garen up in social media and tell us, you know, that you listen to this episode. And what's that one thing that you're going to do 
differently. How are you going to get out of the way? He said, it's as simple as if I was using gel soap, I switched to bar soap. If I normally take the escalator, I take the stairs. Like, what are those things that you are willing to do in your own life? And another thing that really stood out to me, there was so much, but just thinking about the fact that sometimes people just want to maintain you as you are. And I know that that is so frustrating as you are trying to transform and pivot and go to that next level of greatness. And there are people who just want to see you stay in the same place, right? Because it makes them comfortable and it lessens the fear that they have about what will happen if you go off and become all these great things. Just know that you're not alone in that, that we all experience that, that that's a part of the journey. And at the end of the day, you have to resolve that you're not willing to go to your grave with your greatness. You are not willing to go to the grave with your greatness. So in spite of what they think, of what they say, of what they feel, of how they treat you now, you have to be committed, not interested, but committed to getting the results that you desire in your life. And know that the same people who didn't want you to change, once they see you changing for the better, once they see you improving, once they see your life matching what it is you say you want to do, that you don't have to nag and you don't have to fuss that you don't have to poke and prod at them, that they eventually may say, man, what are you doing? And can I follow in your footsteps? And then you get the opportunity to show them grace and say, come on, let me hold your hand. Let me hold your hand and show you what I did. And that is such a sweeter journey than trying to force people down the path. It truly is. So, you guys, I hope you learned a lot. Again, hit me up in social media, Seek Wisdom PCW. If you are an official purpose chaser, then we will definitely be discussing this episode. Uh, really want to hear what your takeaways are, what your aha moments were. And if you are in social media, I'm at Seek Wisdom PCW. Make sure you hit me up there and share your thoughts. And just keep having a great week. I, I'm so grateful for you guys, especially those of you who come back week after week. I truly pray that the podcast is changing your life for the better. It's helping you change your mindset so that you can change your life. Until next time, I want you to go live your life's purpose, find fulfillment and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.